You're listening to the Ear B&B Podcast. Let's tune in to hear what Barry and Bill have to share with us today. Yes. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Ear B&B Disney Podcast. This is the online exclusive an Airbnb story where we primarily talk uh, tonight about, uh, or this afternoon, depending on when you're when you're listening, <laughs> um, where you, we're just going to answer uh, questions of the uh, folks who uh, tune in and uh, listen to the podcast. I am Bill, and the gentleman with me is Barry. Barry, how you doing tonight? I'm good. I'm good. Um, a little tired. It's 10, it's right now, it's what, 10.30? 10.38, yes. We just recorded uh, another uh, podcast that we were doing with uh, the Wolf and the Wookiee of Disney mm-hmm. uh, that will come out in a couple weeks. Uh, so we are getting a late start. The the the, uh, the 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 twenty five year old in me is saying, "Shut up, you old man." It's ten thirty. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, work's gonna suck in the morning, but that's okay. <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's gonna, it's all gonna be great. So, uh, to just jump in and talk about things, we are recording this on uh, December 29th, two thousand twenty, and uh, on Christmas Day, Soul came out. We both had the chance to watch it. Barry, what did you think of Soul? I loved it. Absolutely adored it. It is right up there now, I think, with my favorite Pixar movies. Yeah. Coco was there. I don't think this is quite there, but it's it it's definitely it was it was it was deep for a Pixar movie. It was definitely deep. Yeah. And I really did enjoy it. I did enjoy it. How about you? I really enjoyed it as well. You know, um, I I find that, that more of the Pixar movies lately are getting deep. You know, mm-hmm. if you if you think about, um, you know, uh, Inside Out, a fairly deep movie. You know, the Toy yeah. Story movies were got kind of deep. Um, yeah, Coco. Uh, you know, a lot of the, a lot of their movies tend to really dive into deeper subjects and this was no exception i enjoyed it i i uh, had some good laughs um i uh got invested in the story got a little choked up there towards the end um yeah i thought i thought it was amazing how many uh how many bowls of uh, mashed potatoes would you give soul berry well i i gave it initially nine bowls of mashed potatoes out of ten which is very good i've if you guys know my mashed potato rating um I, I've never given a movie 10 bowls of mashed potatoes. I've never given not one movie I've ever seen 10 bowls of mashed potatoes because I don't think there's any movie, no matter how good it is or how classic it is, that has ever been perfect because it's a movie. It's not supposed to be. It's made by human beings, right? So, but it was really good. I really enjoyed it. It was, I think the subject matter is deep because like you said, Pixar is delving a lot more into into life and death, you know? things of that nature. That's how deep we're talking here. I mean, it's, it was good, but it also was a movie that I enjoyed because it didn't, it didn't necessarily wrap things up in a tidy bow for you. Yeah. You know, it made you, th- you know, at the end, I don't want to spoil anything, but um, it was a movie that definitely made you think. Mm-hmm. I read an article about that today and uh, they said that they had uh, recorded and done several different endings uh, that include all aspects of things as far as living, dying, um, 
follow up later, all kinds of, they, they had all kinds of different scenarios, uh, all planned out, recorded and all of that. And they, uh, ended up going with what they went with. I thought it was a good choice. I, uh, I enjoyed the movie a lot. Yeah, it was, it was really good. Yeah. Really good. Uh, so, uh, what we are going to do tonight for our main, uh, segment of the show is we are going to reach back in to the ear B and B mailbag for a little thing we like to call ear Q and a you've got mail. So we're just going to answer all of the questions that uh, folks have sent over to us recently. Um, we have several questions from Tracy, which is what we're going to begin with tonight. And uh, it's related to what we had uh, just kind of talked about. And Tracy's first question is, what Disney Pixar movie affected you most with its meaning of the story? And Barry, I'm going to throw that over to you to begin. Uh, I think I know your answer, but because uh, you already kind of said it. But what one affected you most with the meaning of the story? One of my favorite movies to come out fairly recently has been Coco. Um, and that's that's the one that I think when you see a movie and it and it hits you for the first you know that first time yeah you know there's something special the, it, Coco was something like very special to me um, I, I loved the, the ending was just perfect and it, like Tracy asks it did affect me um, not to sound corny or anything but it was something that I love and I think it's it's underutilized in the parks. Um, yeah, that would be the one soul did too. Not, not to the extent that Coco did. That's why I, I didn't put it ahead of that inside out is another one, but you know, yeah. Disney Pixar in general, they're very good at talking at the heartstrings. Mm-hmm. There's mm-hmm. just something they had. They have something there that maybe has to do something with the animation or maybe they're just very good storytellers. I think that's what it comes down to is they're very good storytellers and they, um, I'm really looking forward to watching the uh, Pixar uh, shorts that are not the Pixar shorts, but uh, a Pixar is it Pixar Story, the uh, documentary about Pixar that's coming up um, on I'm Disney not, Plus. I'm not sure about that. I have uh, heard of something. I'm not sure of the name. Yeah, I don't know why the name is escaping me. Maybe because it's almost uh, 11 o'clock at night. I don't know, uh, <laughs> but uh, whatever it is, I'm really looking forward to seeing that because you get to see that whole collaboration process and how every idea is scrutinized and uh, you can't go in there with any sort of ego because everyone's going to rip everything apart. And uh, as a result, they come up with the best version of the story that they can come up with. Um, It's not a case of too many cooks uh, spoiling the uh, soup or whatever you want to call it. Uh, So yeah, I I agree with you. Pixar does do that a lot Um, up the first five minutes of up i think are some of the most genius in all of cinema um they're able to do more without really saying many words than most movies do in in an entire thing so up for me is one of those movies that uh uh really uh kind of affects me uh hunchback is one that for all the wrong reasons, just from just the, I watched that and I just, 
realize how much growing we have to do as a culture and how much uh, we're just mean, rude people to people for no other reason than the way they look or what have you. And then uh, uh, the last one for me is uh, Bridge to Terabithia, which still is not on Disney Plus. But uh, man, that that story, um, I read it. I uh, was really looking forward to the movie when it came out, and it did not disappoint me. Yeah, that's a sad one. Yeah, that's a sad one. Really, that's like sad. that's like right up there with my girl, kind of uh, like uh huh. Or know, this, Geller. <laughs> another <laughs> Disney classic. Or the uh, or the Geller. or um, uh, I like Old Snooper. Oh yeah, Old Snooper. Uh, that yeah. uh, that's a that's a nice callback. Bravo, sir. Yeah. Um, Tracy has uh, a second. First off, do you have any other movies that uh, the Disney Pixar movie most affected you? Any other ones that uh, you want to bring up here? Or can we move on to that next question? We can move on. Okay, (laughs) moving on. Uh, Which Disney Imagineer had the biggest impact on all of the parks, not just Walt Disney World? And then uh, as a uh, extra bonus there, uh, decided to uh, throw in, uh, besides Joe Rohde, um, and it is Joe Rody, right? Right, Barry? No, I think you mean road. It's definitely Joe Rode. <laughs> uh, so, um, you know, that, that's, that's a hard question. Which one, uh, had, had the most, um, I, 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 I have a couple of ideas. Um, Barry, are you okay with me just jumping right in on this? Yeah. Do you have, do you have thoughts that you want to? No, go ahead, Bill. Okay, okay. So, um, number one, Mark Davis, uh, who was the uh, the the funny uh, Imagineer, so to speak. Uh, he was an incredible artist, and uh, his art went a long way into all of the uh, faces on uh, that you see on Pirates of the Caribbean, and 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 expressing exactly what you want to see from them um he uh tied together a lot of the stuff in haunted mansion and brought a more whimsical side to haunted mansion um he brought the the uh the uh the hat box uh, uh ghost the uh, singing busts the hitchhiking ghosts at the at the end um you know the uh, jungle cruise he brought on the uh, the rhino and the and the gorilla and all of that. So he brought a lot of the funny to, and, and, and made it so it didn't go too far down. Um, uh, uh, have too serious of a tone. And like with the haunted mansion that it didn't get too scary. There was always something that was just kind of fun and whimsical and you didn't, uh, you know, kids don't leave freaked out on the haunted mansion. And a lot of that uh, has to do with Mark Davis. Um, a more recent one, Tony Baxter, um, and, uh, his, uh, his input on, uh, Big Thunder and Splash Mountain and, uh, the whole Imagination Pavilion. He's involved in the redo of, uh, Splash Mountain, and he wants to be involved in a redo of, uh, Journey Into Your Imagination. Um, a couple other ones just to throw out other names, uh, X or, uh, uh Xavier, uh, uh, Atencio, I, I always worry that I'm going to say things wrong now. Okay. Um, and uh, his work, work on Haunted Mansion and um, uh, the song and uh, the pirate song and that kind of stuff. And uh, finally, uh, Raleigh Crump with uh, 
Uh, you know, he designed the uh, out in Disneyland, the, uh, the the Tower of the Four Winds. Uh, had a lot to do with Haunted Mansion, Small World, um, and uh, so much with uh, Haunted Mansion that Walt wanted to give him his own ride uh, that went into uh, the Museum of the Weird. Kind of uh, a different take on a uh, on a different aspect of the uh, carnival rides and that kind of stuff, but did that didn't end up happening. Uh, but uh, he was involved with like the wallpaper, uh, that famous wallpaper that you see in the haunted mansion. That's his his baby there. Um, and then uh, he had a lot to do with the designing of uh, the dancing ghosts that you see mm-hmm. and uh, the Pepper's ghost. Yes, the haunted mansion wallpaper that has inspired so many uh, et- Etsy's Etsy accounts. Yeah. Yes, it has. Yes, it has. So I know I, I just jumped through a lot of different people. And, and, and I'm sorry if I took away uh, what you had. Uh, do you have a, Do you have anything to well, add you, on that? I had a couple of ones that you had, but also uh, there was one female, Harriet Burns. Yes. Um, who was, she was very influential because she was one of the first females. Mm-hmm. I think she was the first female Imagineer. She first female Imagineer and of course a male dominated field. She worked a lot in um miniatures for rides. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Pirates of the Caribbean, Tiki Room, Matterhorn. Yeah. Which I've never been on. Yeah, I mean, which, which is of course out in which is of course out in Disney. It looks like a it looks almost like a bobsled type roller coaster ride, if if that's what I, you know. Um so that I think that was an important one to mention. She was an important one to mention. Yeah, without a doubt. Without a doubt. As far as you know. She says besides Joe Rowe, but I got to be honest with you. I don't know if there is another one who's more of that has done more than Joe Rode. Right. Uh, yeah, done- you know, well, Walt, you know, we'd well, be remiss if we don't bring up Walt in all of this. Um, but yeah, I, without a doubt, Joe Rode did a ton. Um, especially all of the more recent stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he basically built an entire park. Um, Walt, if we're, if we're putting Walt in there, of course, he's the ultimate Imagineer. But um, like you said, Raleigh Crump is another big one. Tony Baxter. There's a lot. But um, yeah. 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 Uh, you know, Mark Davis's wife, who um, her, her first name escapes me, but she was also um, one of the early Imagineers and uh, had a lot to do with that. So, yeah, there are a ton of people who uh, had a giant impact on the parks. I'm not sure it's fair or easy to say who had the biggest impact only because um, that's one of the amazing things is all of these people brought so many different aspects of things to that. You know, like I said, with Mark Davis and the humor, uh, that's one of the things that's huge to me. So that's, you know, he stands out in my mind, but you know, I, I, I certainly can't rank him above, uh, some of the other folks who have done a lot of amazing work. I'm sure there's so many that there's so many people, have, so many things that so many people have done behind the scenes that it's it's kind of hard to put one up. You know, yeah. of course, there's some more famous ones than others. Yeah, but there's a lot of people that have a lot of hands in making that stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then Tracy's last question is: Is there a Disney souvenir you wish was still offered in the parks? That is nostalgic from your childhood. Barry, is there any? You know, you know, I'm not a big souvenir person. When I go to Disney, I like to spend my money on food. I know that's surprising to you. <laughs> I know that's surprising to a lot of people out there, but I like to spend my money on food 
and experiences like say yeah. the parties or what of course you have food there too that's what's great about it but mm-hmm. as far as souvenirs i don't bring too much home it, it, there's a couple of reasons one it's a pain carrying that stuff around with you wherever you go because you're always got something that is glass and you're carrying around in a bag and it's just a pain and at the end of the and we, your your plan is always well at the end of the day We'll go get souvenir shopping, but then at the end of the day, you just want to get the heck yeah, out of there. I'm just tired. Yeah, yeah. So I'm not a big souvenir person. Um, I really, there's, I honestly, I, I can't think of anything. Yeah. Now the the only thing you know, she mentions from your childhood, and I think we are both very similar that we didn't get to Disney when we were children. Um, we we uh, we're later in life Disney nerds. Um. But um, one of the things, my next door neighbor, when I was a kid, uh, they went down and they brought me back. Uh, it was an Epcot, you know, the Epcot uh, um, sphere, the uh, the, the uh, uh, spaceship Earth sphere, whatever you, you want to call that. Golf ball. Yes, the golf ball. And it was full of like lemon heads. <laughs> Okay. So it was like, it was clear, but it had like the, you know, had like the, uh, the thing, uh, you know, it was all, all the little triangles on it and all of that. Uh, but it was clear and it had lemon heads in it. And I wish I would ha- have held on to that. That would have been a cool thing to, to hold on to and well, you, still have today. You convinced me, Bill. I'm going with that. I'm going with, I wish they bring back the Epcot sphere with the lemon heads on it. Well, you know, I am nothing if not persuasive. So I am I am glad that you came around to that. Um moving on though, we uh have a question from our friend John po- Progress. Um and uh, it's actually fairly short and to the point, which if you remember from our last time, I think he had a really long question. Uh, but he, he went short this time and just said, if you had to retire one Disney character forever, what character would it be? And why would you retire it? So, Barry, if you had to retire one Disney character, what Disney character would you retire? Well, I can't answer the question until until this. You've got mail. I, how could I forget that? I am. Well, I feel I feel ridiculous right now. <laughs> so it's almost eleven o'clock, Bill. Ah, well, thank you for being there. You uh, you are. really are the wind beneath my wings. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> so so anyway, you've got mail. Um, Disney character retiring and why? Any character that Josh Gad has played. Wow. So let's say let's say Lafu. Lafu. Uh, Olaf. Who else? Soon, soon to be a doctor in uh, uh, the Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Honey I Shrunk the Kids. Okay, so basically, right now it's LeFou, um, Olaf, and any future character that exists that Josh Cad plays should be retired. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm going to go with uh, something that I don't know. Maybe some people may not be happy with. I'm going with Lightning McQueen because like the Cars movies d- did nothing for me and I don't need I didn't I didn't need Cars 2. I didn't need Cars 3. I didn't need planes. 
yeah. uh, or, or any of the other vehicle spinoffs that happened as a result of, uh, of cars. So I'm retiring Lightning McQueen, and I'm hoping that with that, everything else cars related <laughs> gets retired as well. Are we now, is this question like characters you can meet in the parks that you'd like to retire, or is this just in general, Disney in general? I it, Well, you know, John didn't specify. He just said one Disney character forever. So you get to you get to interpret that however you would like, Barry. Okay. Well, then, yeah, I'm going with uh, what I said before. Okay. Ka-chow. <laughs> All right. Um, Barry, it's funny because did you know that... Uh, you've got mail. I heard a little got, rustling. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We, well, you've got mail, sir. Oh, and uh, this is uh, from Sam, who has several questions. I'm going to start at the bottom of this list and work my way up. Um, first, uh, we're going to go with favorite memory together in the parks, Barry. Uh, nah, you know what? I'll stop. Let's start at the top and work down. I'm sorry. I, I'm very indecisive. But let's go with Sam's first question. Who loves me more? So who loves Sam more? Would you say it's you or is it me? I would say that love is a strong word. <laughs> no, Sam is great. Sam is great. Uh, she's a great friend. She really is. She's she's talented. She's a huge help with the show. And I'm not, I'm not just saying this because I want you to edit it afterwards. I'm saying it because... It's for real. She is a great, she's a really good friend. She's there whenever you need her. And she's just a great girl. She's a great girl. So I, yeah. I, I do love her. Yes. Uh, I, I, I love Sam as well. Um, and um, we'll go ahead and say for our purposes uh, that you and I love Sam an exact equal amount. I'm going to give you this one, Bill. You can have it. You can claim it. <laughs> Buddy, you you take it. You love Sam more. All right, All right. Sam, you got it. I uh, I love you more. Um, so uh, Barry, who's your who's your favorite character to meet? I, I don't have one. I don't have one. I, I've I, you know we we just got done talking about this actually on the Wolf and Wookie uh, podcast. He he basically asked the same question, and I didn't get to Disney World until my senior trip, which was in two thousand and two. And I was uh, 17 or 18, so it never appealed to me to wait in the line for a character. They they don't do anything for me. Now, like if they're walking down the street, yeah, I'm going to wave to them, and I'm, you know. But I have no desire to wait in a line to meet them. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say none, none. All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to go with Donald Duck. I've I've uh, mentioned uh, the Donald Duck story a couple times. I told it again on the Wolf and Wookie podcast. Uh, I believe they're going to be releasing that uh, in about a week or so. So uh, check them out on uh, uh, you know you can download them uh, the same place you get our podcast on uh, Apple, all of those places. So check them out there, and you can hear that story. Um, but, uh, for our purposes, I'm just going to move on and, and not bore Barry with that story again. <laughs> um, Barry, what is your favorite on meal property? Sam wants to know on meal property or on favorite meal on property. <laughs> I don't know what I said, but what I meant to say was what is your favorite meal on property? Well, so when you're on property, 
What's your favorite meal? When she says on property, I'm assuming she just means in the parks. Yes, yes. I believe that uh, the parks or, you know, if it's at one of the resorts, hey, so be it. Well, you know. Disney property. We're going to go all Disney property. If it's owned by Disney, it counts. Definitely not the Philly cheesesteak from the Wyndham uh, in uh, Disney Springs. I got to show you guys a picture of that when I ordered the Philly cheesesteak. It was an abomination. Anyway, my favorite. I'm not. A, I think I speak for Bill here too. Is I'm not a, not big sit down people. Right. I would have to say right now my favorite thing is the Ronto wrap from yes. Ronto Roasters. Yes. yes, from Ronto uh-huh. Roasters and Batu. Uh huh. So um, that's uh, basically a hot dog, isn't it, Barry? It's a fancy hot dog. It's a fancy hot dog. You know who else has fancy hot dogs, Barry? Uh 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 uh. uh Casey's. Cosmic Cosmic Rays does too. Hate wrong, uh, <laughs> but uh, Casey's has amazing hot dogs, and uh, you know I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and uh, because you said Ronto wrap, and I don't want to be just like I'll say what Barry said. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and say that my favorite on property is uh, getting a good old fashioned corn dog nuggets and some fries from Casey's. Mm-mm-mm. Good. Mm. So, Barry, yes. Sam also wants to know, what's your Joffrey's order? Oh, 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 well, you know, there's not much bad that you can order from Joffrey's. Am I, right? <laughs> I know what you mean, sir. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my. Uh, you know, when I go to Joffrey's, first of all, I'm like a giddy schoolgirl when I'm walking up to Joffrey's. Right mm-hmm. now, I'm, I'm giddy thinking about it right now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I usually get, uh, it'll be mid-afternoon sometimes, and I'll get, just for a little pick-me-up, I'll get a large iced coffee. Just iced coffee, black, put some sugar in it, no cream, and I'm good to go. Nice. Yeah. For me, I think my favorite thing that I've ever had at Joffrey's, and I think I've only had it once or twice, but I really enjoyed it, is the... Mission to S'mores, which is in uh, um, the in Tomorrowland in the Magic Kingdom, so it's the only place it's available. Uh, but it's like a s'mores coffee drink, so basically it's just sugar. Yeah, and it is delicious. So when I am ordering Joffrey's, I will get. A mission to s'mores. And I'll say something like, well, good day, sir. I would love to have a mission to s'mores, good sir. (laughs) And they look at me funny for some reason. (laughs) You know, I I think that they should have to talk like that. The employees there. I agree with you. I I think it's it's a lost thing yeah. you know you know you know how like uh, uh when you ride rise of the resistance the car- the the all of the cast members have to you know whether they're on the resistance side or mm-hmm. whether they're on uh the empire side uh you know they have to uh they have to uh play that part i think everyone who works for joffrey should talk like this and have to talk the part i agree with you and the great thing about joffrey is that they offer alcoholic beverages too you know, the, the great thing about Joffrey's is everything. <laughs> oh, my. 
Yeah, does does Starbucks have alcoholic drinks? I don't no, think so. No, Starbucks they have uh, they have uh, burnt coffee. Starbucks is probably up there as one of the most overrated places, in my opinion. Word, word. I'm going to agree with you on that. I'm not a huge uh, uh, fan of Starbucks. It, it's okay in a pinch. Yeah, if you have to, but yeah. you know. I'd rather not get pinched sometimes. Except by my mom. Well, I mean, that's, I mean, I thought that went without saying. Um, so Barry, Sam has another question and that is, Hey, Barry and Bill. I'm just assuming that that's how she would start it. It doesn't actually say that, but I'm just, I'm going to do my (laughs) Sam impression for this one. Mm -hmm. Favorite memory together in the parks. Nailed it. That you know that that is that is that is hauntingly similar. Uh huh. If you close your eyes, yeah. Close your close your eyes real quick and listen to this. Favorite memory together in the parks. Hmm. Hmm. Oh. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is your uh, favorite memory uh, of of you and I, Barry, in the parks? Gosh, there's so many. Where do you begin? I'm going to have to say the first trip. Yes. The first trip when we were, uh, when we had our uh, pass holder, it wasn't a preview. It was just a, uh, it was, it was already after, after Toy Story Land had already opened. Right. They offered pass holders uh, like an extra two hours uh-huh. before the park opened. And that was just fun to me. That's when it clicked that you and I were, uh, you know, we're, we're compatible as really good friends. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that that I think I remember the I mean, well, I remember all of it, but all of those all of the trips we've taken now kind of melt mold into each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's some I remember the some of it. I don't remember which trip it's from, but, but but I remember all of that trip. Yeah. So I think that's that's the yeah. the honest memory. Yeah, memory. you know that that uh, uh really where where I knew we were click would click is when you uh, when you said uh no, I'm coming to that timeshare with you. You know, I'm 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 taking advantage of this as well. Uh, so I'm going to uh, I you don't I'm going to come with you and we'll uh, we'll sit through that together. And that's what I went. Well, this guy's cool. This guy's really nice. All right. Um, and uh, you you had to put up with Bradley. Um, and and uh, to me that that is uh, uh, the the moment where I went. Yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're gonna be good friends. Um, the night before when we met at uh, uh, World Disney of Springs, Disney, yeah, yep. in, in Springs, I was less sure of it. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always, no, it's just always awkward meeting somebody for the first yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. Especially uh, when two when two uh, just a uh, big Adonis. Uh, yeah. Yes. Well, yes. Yeah. Just big two, just chiseled men get together because you know. Two men that are that good looking, it, a lot of times their personalities can clash. Yeah, you know. But with us, it, you know, it, it doesn't happen. We're we're very we're very humble. Yes, that is one thing I would use to like if if we had a spider who was spinning webs, yeah. and uh, then uh, would write something inside them to describe us. That first that first web would say humble without exactly. a doubt. Yep. Um, but uh. uh I still remember the first thing you said to me. I'll never forget it. You said, you're taller than I thought you were. <laughs> I did say that, didn't I? 
I did say that. Yeah, yeah. I was actually genuinely shocked. I did not realize that you were that tall. Because what are you like, six three or something like that? I am nine foot seven. Well, that's Mm -hmm. no. I'm I'm actually I'm just a smidge under six feet. I'm really uh, yes, yes. I'm 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 only five eleven something or rather. I'm not buying that because I'm like five. I don't quite hit six feet. Um, the, the, the thing is I'm all torso. Yeah. I'm all torso. So I think that's what, and I have a giant head. So when you're all torso and you have a giant head, I think everyone just assumes that, uh, yeah. you're, that you're taller. Um, but you know, yeah. like, you're right. Your head does give off a seven foot vibe. Yeah. 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 I mean, and, and to be fair without my head, I'd only be four foot six. <laughs> I I am my own bobblehead, um. So, yeah, that uh, that uh, uh, as far as the funniest memory together, um, probably one of the ones. Do you remember that day we we're walking in Epcot? <laughs> <laughs> yes. No, I don't remember that. Bill. Okay, okay. Um, no, anyway, it just you, you know, it's it's a it's a private story. Um, that maybe someday we'll tell, but probably not. Uh, but, uh, that, that was one of the things that I, I remember going, okay, we're, we're going to be great. Not even just good friends. We're going to be great friends. Well, Bill, you know, this is an opportunity for us. If you, if you subscribe to Bill and I's only fans, we will tell you that story. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I, I don't know if that answers everything as far as favorite memory and funniest memory, but I think it kind of does. Do you do you think we're good to move on? Yes, let's move okay. it on. I think I, I think I hear something. Oh yeah, what what is it that you hear? I think I hear you've got mail. Nice. What do so you I'm know? Gonna reach, I'm going to reach back into that mailbag, and I am going to pull out something from uh, oh, our friend Harry. Our friend Harry has some questions. Um, he says I have a couple questions. Number one: Are you guys a couple? Harry, uh, you know, Harry, and you can tell just by his profile picture that this guy is, uh, there's something not right there. Right, right. There's something that's not right there. And I, and I, I don't want to talk bad about people no. who are, are listening to the podcast and all of that, but Harry is probably not right. Yeah. You're yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. There's a couple screws loose. Um, and I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if this is a troll post or if he actually is asking this. I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But no, we are not a couple. You know, yeah, not, not, again, not not that there's an issue if we no. were, we're just we're not. I, you know, I I like um um the ladies and uh you uh like the ladies. Yeah. Um, so in that way we are not compatible. No. Um, now there's listen, there is we there is nothing wrong with what he's what yeah not what really he's saying it. nothing wrong with it but we're just two can't two men just share a friendship just be friends you know now now that he, he goes on his second question is if so do you hold hands on small world because that would be cute and the answer is yes we definitely hold hands on small world but not because we're a couple yeah. it's just what we do you know bros hold hands right that's what you do yes and yeah. they got a hug uh-huh bros hug and bros hold hands. So yeah, on small world, nine times out of 10. Yeah. Holding hands. Sure. Um, number three, does, does Sam really shame fat people? 
If so, if so, she 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 must make fun of you guys a lot. Wow. <laughs> so, wow. so no, Sam doesn't really. Sh- uh, fat. Sh- Sam is a lovely person, and she wouldn't do that. It's actually uh, something that uh, uh, Barry and I. Uh, uh, Early on, I don't. I think. Uh, I think you started that, Barry, uh, with, the, yeah. with, uh, with that. Um, but no, Sam does not really uh, uh, fat shame anyone. Um, but thank you for the uh, backhanded uh, uh, not compliment. If so, she must make fun of you guys a lot. Well, then, well, how, why haven't we banned this guy by now, Bill? <laughs> I, I mean, know. really. Maybe we will, but here's here's my my, my thing. He's, we've got two more questions for him, and they're both about food. So yeah. it's not, I guess, you know, it's not surprising, but uh, number four, I guess kind of food, but what is the best grocery store where you live? <laughs> Barry, what is, what is the best grocery store where you live? Well, they have the, the um, <laughs> they, there's a, there's a, a, a chain, not a chain, but um, it's called. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's called Shoprite, and yeah. they're, you know, it's not like a big Walmart place. It's they they have very fresh produce, and that's that's as you get older, you appreciate fresh produce more. Uh, so I'm going to go with that Shoprite. Okay, you? okay. And uh, where I live, I would say probably the best grocery store is Kroger, mm-hmm. and it is Kroger and not Kroger's. Anyone who says Kroger's is wrong it's kroger you go to kroger you know i'm not even sure if we have a kroger by me uh, well it's it's a great ch- chain and it actually was started here in cincinnati it's it's all over now but it started in cincinnati ohio i'm not sure uh, you know what i think there might be one in cherry hill oh well. which means nothing to you guys but mm-hmm. but maybe you'll have to try that sometime yeah um if you'd if you'd like we you can look it up now and we can just we'll, we'll wait. No, you go ahead, Bill. <laughs> I was surfing the web. I was. <laughs> and then the final question is: Chicago deep dish or New York style pizza? Barry. Well, I'm from Jersey, right outside of Philly, and and really the only pizza we have. I mean, we have. It's New York style thin thin sliced pizza. We have like we when you say deep dish, we have like. Sicilian type pizzas that are thick, but that's not really deep dish. Uh, we don't really have places like that. I mean, the only places that we have like that are like uh, Pizzeria Uno, but that's not really, you know, that's I, I can't imagine that being a real Chicago deep dish. Yeah, yeah. So you're answering New York style. Is that is that what yeah. I'm? Am I am I allude? Am I getting that correctly? Yes. Okay. Okay. And uh, I think just for the fun of it, I, I, there is a good uh, uh, deep dish Chicago pizza that I love. Um, and I, for the life of me, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the name because that's what I'm doing tonight with everything. Uh, but uh, I'm going to say there's a particular kind of Chicago deep dish pizza that uh, uh, is probably the best pizza I've ever had. And I'll think of the name probably in five minutes, and I'll just blurt it out probably. I hear a lot of people rave about Giordano's, I think it is. Giordano's, yeah, that's it, yes. Is that it? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I hear a lot yeah. of people rave about that one. Mm-hmm. And that's it. That is it. It is It is fantastic. 
so that does it for Harry's questions. Um, I'm going to reach back into the mailbag here and see if I can find something. You've got mail. Hey, we've got more mail. What do you know? And uh, This is from uh, our friend Mackenzie. Mackenzie asks, favorite off-property hotel? Barry? Well, mostly now, since we're going so often, it's mostly off-property. We've been staying at uh, our friend Rudy gets us in at the Vacation Village for a very reasonable price. And it is it is just tremendous. I mean, you get when you talk about you get two. It's a two sided suite and you get a kitchen, a, a walk in shower, a hot tub for like more than half the price of a Disney yeah. resort. How about you, Bill? Uh, I would go either that or I'm actually surprised you didn't go with the loin. The loin. You know, it used to, well, we lost our sponsorship, Bill, because uh, we stopped. Yeah, stop so. talking about it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely um, Vacation Village because of the kitchen. And uh, it, it makes that, that trip so much cheaper. You know, as we talked about, we're not big as far as the sit down foods are concerned. And being able to eat in the morning before you go to the park. So you have breakfast before you go and you have a late dinner when you get back from the park at night. Uh, so you're, you're not eating all of your meals in the park and it, it becomes a lot more affordable to do it that way. So uh, definitely vacation village. Mm-hmm. Now, Barry uh, McKenzie also asks if you could only eat at one Disney restaurant, which would it be? Disney restaurant. Now, we're going to take that to mean either quick service or uh, sit down, whatever you would like it to be. It just has to be on Disney property. Okay. Well, she's, you know, she said restaurant. So I'm going to say I haven't eaten. You know, that's one thing that I haven't done is eaten at a lot of Disney restaurants. But I've, I've, believe it or not, and people, and maybe this is the result of me not eating that much at Disney restaurants, but I had a really good dinner at Be Our Guest. When Mackenzie and I went yeah, and I had the filet and it was really good. And as a matter of fact, I'm kind of craving that right now. So I think right now I would eat dinner at be our guest. I think that also then answers our next question, which was the best meal you've ever had on property. Is that, is that a fair statement? No, maybe not. Okay. 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 We'll come back to that. Um, as far as if I can only eat at one Disney restaurant, what would it be? I have to go back uh, to uh, my old standby, which is uh, Casey's, because I don't want to, you know, if I can lead at one restaurant, that assumes that every meal that I have there, I'm going to have to uh, uh, lay out a lot of money. And I'd rather not throw down like uh, 60, 70, 80 bucks every time I want to get something to eat on property. So I'm going to go, I'm going to go cheap because I'm apparently a really cheap guy and uh, go with Casey's instead. You know, I totally misread that question. I read that as if you could eat at a Disney restaurant right now, what would it be? For some reason, that's the way I read that. Okay. So can I go back and alter it? <laughs> uh, I'll tell you what. We will uh, go back and reverse okay. here. Yep. 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 Barry, Mackenzie asks, if you could only eat at one Disney restaurant, which would it be? Cosmic Rays. And the reason I pick Cosmic Rays is because 
it's reasonable. Like you said, I can't sit there and spend every meal at BR Gas, which is sixty dollars a pop, right? Sixty plus tip. Yeah. At 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 Cosmic Rays, they have a little bit of everything, and I know Bill likes to trash it. He likes to call it a a a, a glorified cafeteria. I do not. Um, I I would say. I, I have said several times that if you want to eat at a food court, that is a great food court to eat at. I that's I'm, I don't say it's a cafeteria. I say it's like a food court. Better than a food court. All right. That. <laughs> but yes, that's what I'm choosing. I'm choosing okay. uh, Cosmic Rays. Yeah. And you know, for the record, I don't have a giant issue with uh, with Cosmic Rays. We ate there when we were down there last time. Um. They have a little bit of everything, um, you know, I, and, you know, if that's if you want to service the needs of several people, then a place like that is going to uh, be your best bet because you can get a burger or you can get chicken fingers or what yeah. have you. So for for a family, Cosmic Rays is the way to go without mm-hmm. a doubt. Um, but if you want like a gourmet hot dog meal. Gourmet. That's <laughs> a kills me. Gourmet hot dog. That's uh, what do they call that? Um, it's a, uh, it's a, I think what you want me to say is oxymoron. Yeah, oxymoron. But I'm not going to say that. It is not. That is not what I think it is at all. I think it is a gourmet hot dog stand. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Uh, I, only the best pig lips. I would imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's that's the best body part that's hot dog has. I mean, that, I mean, it's not going to be any half price hoofs. It, uh, like they're they're only putting like the best hooves into. It's not into, like it's it's not like no. the dollar hot the, the one dollar no. uh, hot dogs no. we got at uh at uh Publix. No. It was like an eight pack of hot dogs for a dollar. No, it's not like that at all. It's gourmet. Okay. Thank you very okay. much. So now that we've got that, we'll move on. What is the uh, best meal you've ever had on property, Barry? Well, I gotta go with the Ronto wrap. Is that really a meal? Can you call that a meal, or is that just? It's a meal. Yeah, it's a meal. That's yeah. my favorite. It's my favorite now. I'm going Ronto wrap. Okay, I will have to say, I think probably the fillet that we had at uh, uh, the uh, Brown Derby that was good. That uh, that was that's probably the best meal I've ever had on property. That was good, mm-hmm. except for the price of that fillet, I could get five Ronto wraps. Oh uh, yeah, but. You know, it was good. It was, it was good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. This next question, I feel like in some way I've kind of already answered. Um, so I'm going to take it first and say, if you could remove uh, one Disney movie as in it never existed anymore, what would it be? Cars. What about you, Barry? A uh, Disney movie as it never existed. That's that's tough. I uh, I don't know if I wish any movies away. Because even the bad ones are kind of good in their own bad way. But if I had to pick one, maybe Frozen, just because Josh Gad. <laughs> I, I knew it. I knew that's where you would go. Um, and then uh, uh, Mackenzie's last question is best Disney movie soundtrack. What is the best movie or best Disney movie soundtrack, Barry? Well... My favorite, if we're considering Star Wars Disney movie, is the Star Wars soundtrack. I think we would have to. If, I mean, John Williams, 
Mm-hmm. That Star Wars score is iconic. If we're saying some people want to say it's not Disney, that's pre, you know, you know, whatever. But it is for our purposes, it is Disney. So yeah, I accept that answer, and I will actually agree with that answer. I mean, if you think about all of the different uh, uh, pieces, you know, it's like the Imperial March, mm-hmm. um, the main credits theme, uh, uh, Luke and, and Leia. Uh, there are so many just iconic yeah. uh, uh, songs, and each one evokes a very particular mood. Um, and you don't get that with every soundtrack that's out there. I think that it, it was genius what he did. Uh, in that. One movie. of the more underrated ones, the throne room at the end, which is the song that you get at the end of rise of the resistance after you crash land. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. But, I Brilliant. mean, it just, I would go as far as to say that movie would not have been as successful. Oh yeah. Had, uh, it, it had a different soundtrack. I agree with you. I totally agree with you. So uh, let's see if we've got any more mail here. I'm going to reach back in. and You've got mail. Hey, we've got more mail, Barry. What do you know? Uh, this treat. is a, a question. It's going to be a real treat. Mm-hmm. This is a question from Tammy. Uh, uh, is it uh, uh, Corsican, you think? I don't know why I've never. Coruscant? Yeah. I, be- I believe that would be Corcoran. Okay. We're going to say it's Tammy C. Yeah. Tammy C asks the question, what ride would you refurbish? Which I think kind of goes along the way with uh, uh, a little segment, Barry, that you and I uh, have from time to time that is called Fix, Fix That, that Ride. Oh, we nailed that. We did. Uh, so what if you had to fix only one, though? Everything else has to stay exactly as it is. If you had to fix just one ride, what ride are you picking? Oh, it's tough. I know some people would like me to say something else, uh-huh. certain things. I would refurbish, believe it or not, hot take here, Smuggler's Run. Yes. I don't think that's a hot take. I think that's desperately needed. I and I am not talking about the pre-show. I'm not talking about the queue. I'm not talking about when you're inside the Falcon. The I'm talking about the ride in general. I think it needs more scenes because it gets repetitive. I think that the the engineering job needs more to do i think the gunners i think it would be much better if there was actually like something you could aim at of course this ride is new it's not even two years old so it's not gonna be refurbished anytime soon but that's what i would actually pick yeah yeah that and that that's just you know we've talked about that before where uh uh you two-thirds of all people who get on that ride leave disappointed because they don't get to pilot the falcon mm-hmm. Um, that's a big miss on their part. More people leave upset than leave happy. Um, by it, but you, you, only only one third of the people who leave get to do it, uh, uh, get to pilot it. So when you have that big of a, uh, I think that's a that's a huge miss. That's a huge miss. I think it's a wonderful concept. Yes, it's a great idea. In theory. You know, 
uh, there's just something that didn't work between it. And if you're the pilot, it's, it's, it's great. I still think it needs new scenes. Yeah. Even so. But I think with the other positions, I, I think it, it, like I said before, it leaves some to be desired. Well, I'm going to go um, since since that what you said, I, I'm going to go a different way, and I'm I'm just going to say uh, one that we've talked about a lot on the show, which is Figment. Figment is in desperate need of a change. Uh, we talked about it a, a little bit uh, a, a week or so ago when we had Sam on. Um, we talked about. Uh, Figment needing an overhaul. Um, so I'm going to go with that. And, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to bring back some of the classic elements of it. Uh, and I'm also going to add a whole lot of new stuff. Um, yeah. So that's, that's where I'm going. That's where I'm going. There were a lot of choices that I could pick, but I'm going with that one. All right. Um, let's see. I'm going to reach back into You've the mail. You've got mail. All right. We still have more mail, Barry. Whoa. And, uh, we are going to go with Elizabeth. Right. Am I saying that right? Is it Elizabeth? Elizabeth? El- Elspeth? Elspeth. I guess. All right. Yeah. I don't know. And uh, she asks, how will Bill handle Cincinnati's loss against the dogs? How dare you? How dare you? On Friday, uh, probably at the time, around the time this comes out, uh, and by the time most people download this, this this will be over, and everyone is going to laugh at Elspeth for uh, how wrong she is about mm-hmm. that. Uh, the Bearcats, even though they're a, a, a one-touchdown underdog, they're going to go in on New Year's Day, and they're going to beat Georgia. And uh, mark my word. Mark my word. Nice. I have right. nothing to add to that. All right. We're going to reach back into the mailbag. You've got mail. And we've got a question from Jenny. Jenny asks, do you guys plan on doing a Disney cruise or plan to see any of the parks other than Disney World? Barry? I have um, I have no desire to do a Disney cruise. I think it's uh, cruising is not my thing. I've done it once and it, and it was nice, but not a thing. I'm, I'm Listen, I'm sure... Disney cruises are wonderful. I'm sure the amenities are great. I'm sure of I'm sure of that. If I'm spending a, a lot of money, I would rather spend it on a moderate hotel, you know, a week-long stay at Disney World. As far as other parks, I do have plans. I just don't have money. Yeah, yeah. And had this year been very different than it was, I'd imagine we would have already been out to California. Uh, because we had that uh, trip planned with uh, Rudy and with uh, Mike, where we were going to go out and uh, see Disneyland, and we were going to, uh, uh, you know, see a Rams game uh, as well while we were out. Unfortunately, uh, when the pandemic happens, that makes travel a lot more difficult. So we weren't able to do that, but it definitely is on our radar to get out to California and uh, have some yeah. fun out there, especially yeah. now. We've got uh, our our friend Sean out that way. Mm -hmm. Uh, It would be nice to see his perspective on uh, all of that. The Rona had other ideas. Yes, unfortunately. All right, let's uh, reach back into the mailbag and see. You've got mail. Hey, we have more mail, Barry. This uh, comes from uh, our friend Sean, who asks, how did you meet? Well, um, we met at at a bar called Woody's. 
Remember that, Bill? Oh, do I? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, it was Woody's toolbox, wasn't it? <laughs> Woody's, Woody's lunchbox. Okay. Wait, what are you guys uh, talking about? I'll talk about a Toy Story Land. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah. You guys get your head out of the gutters. We met through basically through Disney pages uh, and groups on Facebook. That's yeah. that's how we met. Yeah. And like I was convinced early on, like long before we ever uh, agreed to go to the parks together, I was convinced this guy doesn't like me. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah just, uh, you know, like because sometimes you would engage, but then a lot of times you just wouldn't. I'm like, all right, well, you know, I think I think he's funny. Um, and then like, you know, like you'd go like, yeah. And like, you can't really read, you can't really read a tone, uh, in online. So if you would give a short answer, I would just kind of go, oh, well, he hates me. I think I have a trust thing. If I don't meet somebody or if I don't talk to them regularly, I don't, not that I can't interact, but I, I, I can't, I don't know. It's hard. Maybe I should see a therapist about it. I don't know. Let's uh, let's talk about it now, Barry. Maybe me and Harry can go see a therapist together. <laughs> and if you would, would you hold hands? Yes. All right. Uh, so Sean has another question. He says, you both, or I'm sorry, you have both made many friends in the Disney community. What does the Disney community mean to you? Well. You want me to take it or you want to? Uh. Well, the, the Disney community is, is great uh, most of the time. <laughs> Sometimes it can be petty, yep. you know, uh, judgmental. But the good parts of it outweigh the bad parts by, <clears throat> by far. Yeah. I think it, people that aren't in the Disney community don't understand the love of it, you know, mm-hmm. and – by engaging and especially there's a social media because Facebook has a, that's where we started out. Facebook has a huge Disney community in it and it's great. I've met so many friends and that I, that's really, I think what it, what it boils down to what it means to me. I've met so many good friends out of it. Mm-hmm. Without a doubt, I would agree that, uh, uh, you know, it's a group of folks who all understand what some people think is weird. You know, like when, when people are like, Wait, you're an adult and you go on vacations to Disney all the time? Yeah. They don't necessarily get that. Um, but those who do get it, you know, it, it, you feel less of a weird outsider, you know? And that's mm-hmm. uh, that's something that uh, that helps a lot with that, you know? And, and having similar interests and all of that, being able to talk to those folks, it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. Now, yeah, there's the other side where you get some people who are petty and some people who are not necessarily the best people. Um, and certainly in any community, you're going to have that. But anytime I've seen anything like that, I also see everyone else rally around those, uh, the people who mm-hmm. are the good. Uh, and uh, I, 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 uh, I choose to look at that and see uh, the, the positive in the, in the love. Uh, there's certainly a lot of love and a lot of great stuff uh, within that community. No question. And uh, then uh, the final question of the night, Barry. What is your favorite Disney park? Sean Sean has that last question. What is your favorite Disney park? Well, for a long time, it was Magic Kingdom. Mahik. Mahik. For a long time, I think 
for now, Hollywood Studios has overtaken it. Mm-hmm. Has overtaken it. I think Hollywood with the expansions and the new things that they have added, I think it's a great park. Is it an all-day park? It's getting maybe, closer. It's but. getting closer, and maybe for people that have never been there before, it's an all-day park. But really, is for the amount of times that we've been there, is any park an all-day park anymore? You know, I I would make the case that you could make yeah uh, uh, the the Magic Kingdom mm-hmm. an all day park, but pretty much everything else now that you've now that we've been there as often as we've been there, there's no reason you can't get both like Epcot and Hollywood yeah. done in a single day uh, and just do the things you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah. Um, and th- that's one that I keep going back and forth on. I, uh, I mentioned Hollywood studios, uh, on the podcast, uh, we did before this with the wolf and Wookie. Um, and I think right now that is my favorite as well. Just, just from the, th- I think the theming is so incredible, you know, just the whole forties vibe when you walk in and, uh, walking down sunset Boulevard and the, and the music that they play, uh, it's just perfect. They, they, it really evokes a very particular mood. And mm-hmm. I love that. I love it. So that does it for our mailbag episode. Uh, so there will be no more of you've got mail and uh, folks. We thank you very much for uh, tuning in. And uh, listening to us, of course, you can find us on all of the uh, pod co- podcast platforms. And Barry, what do we hope they do? Uh, if they find us online, what, what do we hope they do? Well, we would hope that you guys would leave us a, a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we would love that. Please. Uh, that really helps uh, uh, folks find us and uh, makes things go a lot better. And if they have less than a five-star review, Barry, <laughs> excuse you. <laughs> If it's well, less than five star review, what would you do then, Barry? You said if it was less than a five star. Yeah, less than five star. So let's say they have a one star review. Yes, if it was a one star review, like they, they would not recommend. One star would not recommend. How do they handle oh. that? Oh, well, that goes to Crazy for Disney. Yeah. So you go over to the Crazy for Disney page and you, and you leave <laughs> one, one star review. All right. Folks, that does it. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, You can catch us every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time live on Facebook. If you aren't able to join us for that, you can always catch uh, the uh, uploads when they come to Apple Podcasts a couple days later. Uh, Barry, you got anything else for us tonight? (laughs) No, that's it. Thanks, guys. We appreciate you guys listening. I got the giggles. I'm sorry. It's been a long day. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Have a, have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. You've been listening to Airbnb Podcast. So that we don't find your lack of support disturbing, make sure you like, share, and subscribe on social media.